It's time for the Kern County Real Estate Review on A1560, FM 97.7, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. With Kern County's most listened to realtor and the host of our show, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. Consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide, Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, during which time she's successfully helped over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. Working with an expert makes the process easy and puts more money in your pocket. So let them make you their next success story. And a good morning to you, Lori. Oh, good morning, Adelaide, and good morning to all of our listeners out there. It's the first Saturday of the month, and those who listen regularly know what that means. It's time for our special open house, open mic edition of the Kern County Real Estate Review. For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, this special monthly edition is your opportunity to call into the station so we can answer your real estate questions or our guest can answer your real, your questions about whatever topic we're discussing. Plus, on top of all of that, as this name's uh, topic suggests, we're also interviewing agents who are actively holding open houses. Awesome. Now, Lori, I do think our open house, open mic shows some of the most popular and most listened to. Do you agree? Definitely, Adelaide. I think people really seem to enjoy this open house, open mic format. I think it might even be safe to say it's a hit. Mm -hmm. And of course, I think the added exposure this show affords our sellers has been a real blessing. Definitely. And how many open houses are we featuring today? Uh, Today, we are fortunate to have three wonderful properties to share with our listeners. The agents hosting these homes are are going to be speaking uh, with us just a little bit later. Um, Plus, we have one of my my trusted vendors on the show today. I guess I'm a little tongue-tied this morning. I'm not really (laughs) sure what that is. Maybe it's because it's so dang cold in here. Yes, yes, Um, it's chilly. (laughs) uh, So this morning, we're going to be speaking with uh, Jacob Freeman of Signature Property Inspections. You know, the home inspection can be a stressful time during the transaction. Sellers are concerned about what unexpected items might pop up and the costs that can be associated with potential repairs. And buyers worry that the home that they've fallen in love with, uh, gosh, it might turn out to have a long list of issues. And uh, honestly, uh, all of us agents out there, gosh, home inspections cause us to sweat too. Um, So I'm looking forward to talking to Jacob about the home inspection process and uh, demystifying it for, for everyone out there. Uh, But before we start talking about home inspections, I really want to share 
some money-saving tips with all of our listeners. Uh, With the weather that uh, we've been experiencing the past few days, uh, it feels like winter is already here, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly inside the studio this morning. You know what? I think Jeremy's already working on saving money here (laughs) because I don't think think the heat's on at all of freezing. Well, heating a radio station as well as heating a home can be costly. Uh, And I have three tips for everyone to cut down on your energy usage uh, this winter uh, while keeping your house warm and keeping your bill low. Um, So my first tip for all of you is to add insulation to your home. Stop the heat from leaving in the first place. So according to Energy Star, a government-backed symbol for energy efficiency, Nine out of ten homes in the U.S. are under-insulated. I thought that was a pretty amazing fact. Fact. See, again, it's really freezing my brain in here. Uh, so that means that 90% of American homes are losing the heat that they're generating out of the house. Um, now, because heat rises, or as a very dear friend of mine used to say, cold sinks, uh, insulation is particularly important in attics. Uh, even something as simple as laying down a layer of insulation on your attic's floor is going to do a lot to keep the warmth in your living spaces instead of it rising up into the cold winter sky, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And according to the uh, EPA or the Environmental Protection Agency, investing in insulation for your crawl spaces, basement, and attic can save you up to looks like they said 15% on your heating and cooling bill. Now, tip number two is to winterize your windows and doors. Plug up the leaks around your windows and doors to keep the heat from escaping your home, right? Some fixes such as caulking and weather stripping are easy to install and effective in saving um, energy and heat. Mm. Caulking Um, is used to seal up cracks around stationary elements such as window frames while weather strips can be applied to parts that move like windows themselves and honestly these solutions are easy DIY projects now another place where heating is lost is the ducting system so if you have ducts right now on average 20% of the air that moves through the ducts is lost to leaks and to holes if you plug these problem spots honestly it can make a big difference in saving energy we discovered that when we had our air ducts sealed Mm -hmm. Um, now my last energy and money saving tip for you is what i think jeremy has done here at least part (laughs) of it is to adjust your thermostat and then to also adjust your water heater Ah. So, obviously, adjusting your thermostat is the easiest and most obvious way to cut down on energy costs during the winter, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Keeping our thermostat set at 68 degrees, not 60, uh, during the winter (laughs) can produce a big savings while uh, saving us from the worst of the cold. Uh, For each degree that you lower your heat, um, studies show that you can save 3% or more on heating costs. Ooh, hey, you know what? That's great. And I just thought of a really, really good way to save some money too. Uh-huh. This is from my dad. Put a sweater on. Yes. I actually <laughs> told Bob that this morning. Because I was like, uh, it's a little warm in here. He said, well, I turned the heat on. I said, uh, no, 
it's a little early for that, you can put more clothes on. Find a sweatshirt and right. put it on. Now, water heaters can be a huge source of savings, mm. right? So typically, manufacturers set water heater thermostats at 140 degrees when they sell them. But operating your water heater as high as it, as this temperature, um, it really isn't necessary, and it can actually be dangerous. Um, most households can manage perfectly fine by keeping their water heater set to 120 degrees. Hmm. So according to the Federal Department of Energy, hot water accounts for, get this, 18% of your power bill, Ooh. right? That's the second largest expense behind heating and cooling your home. Hmm. Uh, and the DOE estimates that a household can save anywhere from 4 to 22% on their energy bill by reducing their hot water consumption. Wow. So to all of our listeners out there, if you'll add insulation to your home, seal up the cracks around windows and doors, and adjust your water heater and thermostat appropriately, I think that you can wind up saving money, um, and that can make a big difference in these inflationary times. Absolutely. Now, I like all these ideas, all these tips, except for lowering the water heater's temperature. I like a hot shower in the winter. I, I completely understand. I love a hot shower, but just don't come crying to me when you burn yourself because exposing your skin to hot water at 140 degrees can actually lead to a serious burn within only three seconds. Ouch. Yeah. Um, so, so think of it this way, Adelaide. Mm. When you lower the temperature of your water heater, you might only have to turn on the hot water valve instead of the hot and the cold water to obtain the oh. right temperature for a hot shower. And then you're not only achieving your desired result, but you're also saving water. Oh, I was going to throw out skipping a shower, but... Well, we've already talked nice. about that, and that is not an option, okay? okay. So, now looking at the clock, I, I think it's time for a short break. And when we return, we're going to talk to Jacob Freeman about home inspections. So if you have a question for Jacob or a question for me, give us a call. I know I've been doing most of the talking so far, but remember... This is Open House, Open Mic Saturday, so let's talk real estate. If you have any questions, just pick up the phone and call. Our number here at the station is 661-399-1560. Again, that number is 661-399-1560. We'd love to talk with you this morning. So stay tuned to the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back after this short break. It's no fun missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to themccartygroup.com and start packing. 
Hi, Dennis Prager here for Lori McCarty, host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. If you've got questions about real estate, she's got answers. Tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. right here on KNZR 1560 AM 97.7 FM. Now that's smart. And we're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Jacob Freeman of Signature Property Inspections, and we're also taking your calls on air today. So give us a call at 661-399-1560 to chat. We'd love to hear from you. As Adelaide said, we have the pleasure this morning of being able to visit with one of my favorite vendors, Jacob Freeman of Signature Property Inspections. So good morning, Jacob, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Good morning. You bet. Uh, So I know you've been on the show before, but help our new listeners get to know you. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. My name is Jacob Freeman, born and raised in Bakersfield, Um, started Signature Property Inspections in 2010, and... um, Grew to a team of four inspectors, including myself, um, serving five, six hundred realtors here locally. Um, the only reason I know that is we were looking at our numbers because everyone's looking at numbers right now. It's so, that uh, time of the year. It's that time of year. So, um, so yeah, five, six hundred uh, realtors here in town. So um, we're very fortunate to uh, provide good service uh, to the home buyers and uh, of our community. Great. Now, I know what Signature Property Inspections does, but tell our listeners what you guys do. So what we do is we um, inspect homes and commercial properties just to make sure that there's no hidden defects within um, within the property. Because when buyers are buying houses, they, they are not looking for those type of items. They want to know if their couch is going to fit, the TV is going to fit on the wall, or where the TV is going to go. We go in and dissect the home for them just so they know exactly what they're getting into. Maybe that's not the property that they, you know, end up wanting after we go through it. And that's what the process is for, to make sure that they're they're making a sound decision. Because most of the time, this is their biggest purchase of their life. Absolutely. At least up to that point in their life. To that point, yes. And, And that's what I always tell people because they... They say, "Oh gosh, you know, a home inspection can cost me, you know, three fifty to five hundred dollars, right?" And I say, "My goodness, a home can cost you, you know, (laughs) a thousand times that. Isn't it better to spend that small amount and know what you're getting into rather than, you know, not?" Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It it happened, you know, um, and people don't. I'm to my uh, mind just came a plumbing issue, right. galvanized pipe. Oh, so up in absolutely. the uh, old house, you know, galvanized pipe up in the attic, we caught it, had some some corrosion on the pipe. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, you know, they that was one of the houses where I, mm-hmm. they wanted a discount. They wanted it just to mm-hmm. make it work. And we did it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they didn't pay for that home inspection, if those, you know, galvanized lines, then they would have had, instead of a $300, $350 inspection, they would have had an $8,000 repipe. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's makes so you save the spend the three hundred or three fifty, so it'll save you down the road. So then they went back to the sellers, and then you know 
made, made all the out. difference. So it in makes the world. yeah. So it's um, it seems like a big expense, but there's always a bigger expense that could arise. Absolutely, and I I firmly believe that having a home inspection gives you peace of mind. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It very much so peace of mind. You know, to know, like I said, they're they're buying a good house because mm-hmm. it is a big purchase. Absolutely. So how did you get started as a home inspector? So, yeah, so I was, uh, I worked for a local building contractor here in town and then the market, um, did what it did in 08. Uh-huh. So, um, we all got laid off. So I, sad days, sad days, sad days. So I wanted to get into something in construction. And so I got into home inspections. Okay. So I started doing home inspections in 2009 and then we got slow uh, where I was working. I was working for another company and then uh, we got slow. So he had to lay me off as well. And then um, I just decided to start my own. Right. So then in 2010, I started signature property inspections and the rest is history. I was going to say never looked back. Yeah, right? never looked back. <laughs> so it, it's been a it's been a fun ride. And um, yeah, it's been it's just a joy to make sure, you know, a looking at a house and then be just making sure that the buyers are making a sound purchase. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's rewarding in a way, you know, it's, it's, you can save some. Hey Lori, before we get any further, let's talk about the open houses. I have your first agent, Michelle Cobb on hold right now. Oh, that's perfect. Adelaide. Now, before we hear about the great house, she's sitting I want to tell you just a little bit about Michelle. As a graduate of Tulane University and an Air Force veteran, she's no stranger to hard work and dedication. When she first joined our team, it was as our marketing coordinator. And trust me, she is an expert in that field. But it didn't take long for her to decide that she wanted to serve clients in a licensed capacity. She's detail-oriented, a great listener, and truly wants to help her clients find exactly what they're looking for in a home. So without further ado, let's bring Michelle to the mic. Good morning, Michelle. Can you hear us? Hi, Lori. Hi, Adelaide. I sure can. You guys are great and That's very flattering introduction. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. So where are you holding an open house today? So I'm at 2900 Capo Ridge. It has great 99 access. It's off of Hoskins. Great location, super quiet neighborhood. Great. Can you tell us a little bit about the home? Sure. When you first get there, you're going to love the fact that the landscaping has been neatly done. There won't be much you need to do to it. As a great front entry, I really enjoy it. I can imagine someone really going over the top for Christmas decorating that little front entry. It's great. And when you walk in, you're blown away by this beautiful dark-colored flooring. Oh, lovely. What kind of flooring is it? It's a hardwood flooring. It's a mix of tile and some hardwood into the living room, but it really stands out and makes a statement. I like it a lot. It has four bedrooms, two baths, and 2,100 square feet. Perfect. So what do you like most about this home? You know, it's unusual. I don't normally love living rooms, but I really enjoy their great room. 
when you go in, it's like no wasted space. You don't have the formal dining and the formal living. You just have a nice, big, great room. And from all areas, you can have company and talk to each other from the kitchen to the living room and from the living room to the dining room. It's a really great space. That's wonderful. So before I let you go, tell us how long you'll be at 2900 Topo Ridge Drive. Yes, I'll be here from 11 until 1. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's supposed to be a beautiful day, and their backyard's pretty nice, too, so you can enjoy being outside, too. That's great. Thanks so much for talking to us this morning, Michelle. Good luck at the open house. And, folks, if you're looking for a home under 400,000 that's over 2,000 square feet, this one might just be the one for you. With four bedrooms, there's room for everyone. So go check out Michelle at 2900 Topo Ridge Drive. Now let's shift back to our guest, Jacob Freeman of Signature Property Inspections. At the beginning of this segment, you gave our listeners a great introduction. But today I want to pick your brain about home inspections. So California does not have a statute requiring home inspector licenses. This means when you hire a home inspector, when you're purchasing a house, it's vital, I think, that you look into their credentials. Jacob, can you share with our listeners what certifications and experience Signature Property Inspections has? Yes, so we're a member of InterNACHI, which is a certification, like you mentioned, there's no licensing yet in the state of California. There is some legislation at the Senate Mm-hmm. that's going to go that direction, um, which, shocker, that home inspections aren't regulated in California, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, it seems like everything yeah, else everything is. Everything else is regulated. Right? Why right? isn't that? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so there's, um, just like realtors, um, mm-hmm. when the market's good, you get a lot of people jumping on board. Same yeah. with home inspections. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go outside and put Lori's home inspections and start doing home inspections today. Yeah, so thanks, that's, but no thanks. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... So we are, like I mentioned, members of InterNACHI. Uh, we all have continued education uh, that we do. Um, they call them CCE, mm-hmm. continue, uh, continued education. We do those yearly. Um, and we, there's seminars. Um, we always like to go to the one in Vegas, obviously. That I don't sounds like my, fun yeah, times. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good one. Um, they just had one down south in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, so just picking the guy's brains of different uh, strategies and what they're doing. Um, just to stay, just to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I think it's great that your guys are always trying to expand their knowledge base and keeping up with yeah. current trends. And the trends, it's trends and um, new Title Twenty Four calcs mm-hmm. and energy efficient this. Right. So I mean, going to a new construction home is so different now than it was 10 years ago absolutely or 15 when i was building houses like mm-hmm. it's it's night and day yeah um and it's it can be tricky right if you're like wait what's going on here and then you you start reading about it so you just keep up on the trends um and see what what california is doing mm-hmm. and just and that's an interesting point that you bring up because you guys inspect not just resale homes, correct, but new construction as well. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so definitely, and new construction, um, you'd be surprised what we find and don't find. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not surprised. Uh, I know what you find. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, new construction, we probably do three to five new construction homes a week mm-hmm. um, inspecting. 
And and so tell our listeners about the new construction inspections, when you do them, et cetera. So depending on the builder, uh, D.R. Horton, Castle & Cook, Lennar, they all have their different guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, D.R. Horton is pretty strict. Castle & Cook as well. Um, we have to give them our E&O and liability. We mm-hmm. can't get on tile roofs, but we have drones, so we can we can still fly over the roof and check it out. Um, but we normally do it the day before their final walk, or not mm-hmm. their final walk, but their, their walk, mm-hmm. um, where they put the blue tape everywhere. Right. So we either come in the day before, or some like to have us come the day after. Okay. That way it's it's in the same time period as they're going to be there with the, the builder, the quality or customer service rep for the builder, and they can we can kind of hash out um, mm-hmm. what we found. And then what they find is a little more meticulous than what we'll, you know, but a little scrape on the wall. We'll let them put a blue piece of tape on that. We're not right. going to put that on a report. We just want to make sure that there's insulation in the attic, which mm-hmm. is some that's been. Right. And it's not like the builder does it on purpose. It's just a just a slight oversight right um but yeah we make sure the heating and air works the appliances are hooked up correctly and functioning um toilets flush bathtubs drain you know because during construction um stuff can get in those tubs and and clog up the p-trap down low and and it just needs to be cleaned out but you know they need to know that before they move in and try to give their kid a bath and then it doesn't drain absolutely I'm even aware of situations where um, load-bearing framing members uh, in the attic have been um, cut through. Yeah, right? yeah. Get um, the duct. They got to make sure the ducting fits, so they just mm-hmm. cut it. So yeah. Just, yeah. Oh gosh, that's load-bearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then you wonder why the roof's sagging up right. top. And, right. Yeah. yeah. Just little things. Yeah. Um, so that's a, a great lead into my next question, which is. Tell everyone what your home inspectors are looking for during the home inspection. It's not just cosmetic issues. Correct. Yeah. And cosmetic, we do put some cosmetic in there. But if going to these conventions and stuff, some of these guys don't put stains on carpet. They don't put um, damage to walls. I mean, hole in a wall is different than a little scrape on some sheetrock. Right. But there's guys that don't put any of that. Obviously, water stains, yes. Right. But But stains on carpet, dings on wall... Um, they just don't do it because it's cosmetic. That's something that they say is something that a buyer can see when they preview Mm -hmm. the house. Mm -hmm. Being in California, I put everything in the report because people can come back at any time. Right. Um, But what we're looking for, we're making sure all the major components are working, all the appliances in the kitchen, the heating, uh, the AC, make sure the roof is in good tact. Is there water stains in the attic? Do we mm-hmm. see signs of a roof leak that we need mm-hmm. to recommend a roofer to come out? Um, do we see staining on the ceiling? Um, is it active? Mm-hmm. Put our moisture meter on it. Check it. You know, if it's in the middle of summer and you see a water stain, it's kind of hard to justify if, well, is it leaking now? Well, right. it hasn't rained in five months. We, right. We don't know. Right. Um, so, yeah, we make sure just all the electrical, plumbing, heating and air, roof, mm-hmm. attic, sub area. Um, is just taken care of. That way uh, they know they're moving into a solid house or not. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Um, so talk to us about the inspection report. Uh, for those of our listeners out there who haven't seen one recently, tell them what it looks like and what it might contain. Right, so our report um, is now all uh, online. Uh, it's cloud-based, mm-hmm. so um, 
they will receive an email the morning after the inspection or the day of the inspection and they have their username and password and then they open it up and their report is there uh, with pictures Fantastic. Um, it, some of them have some drone footage mm-hmm. um, videos we put videos in the report um, that way if we have our little um, car under the house that records and we have a plumbing leak we can put that video in the report or if any another leak under the sink uh, we like to just put videos and people are visual yes. they want to they want to see you know 90 so percent of the population visual learners yes mm-hmm. so we want to we we had tons of pictures and videos and mm-hmm. and people are loving it we switched to this program in 2017 prior to that i was going through ink every gosh, <laughs> we, i had a big printer i bought from american business machines and, and i was just ink and it, it just got out of hand um because we were printing you know seven to ten inspections every morning right to put in a binder right to it was just it got to a, drive yeah to drop, my, off. Yeah, drop mm-hmm. off to every office and it just got got it to be a lot yeah um so we went we went with uh, the cloud-based system and people are loving it fantastic now i have had sellers uh sometimes complain that they feel some of the items uh included in this inspection report are insignificant so how do you guys decide what to include in your findings and what to exclude i mean is there ever anything that is too minor to report yeah, and that's that goes back to the, the carpet stains mm-hmm. and the like. That's just a it's a gray area, you know. Right. It's, it's yeah, it's not that big a deal, but it, to some people it is. Right. So like, if there's a little chip in some roof tile, we put it in there. But what if the buyer's a roofer? He's not going to worry about that. So it's not our job to decipher if it's a big item or not because you'll get the well. Is there any big issues? Well, none of them are big to me. Right. But. It may be big to you. So right. we don't like to decipher what's what's big and what's not because the smallest little ding on a wall could be huge to somebody, mm-hmm. but it's not to us. Exactly. So we put we put most of everything in there. Everything um, that you can see or everything identify. Everything that we visually, mm-hmm. yeah, that walk around, which 90% of the items you guys have seen when you showed the property. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Lori. Jacob, yeah. looks like it's time for us to take another break. Oh, gosh, looking at the clock, you're sure right. Well, when we get back, I want to ask Jacob a whole lot more questions. Are you up for that? Yeah, let's do it. Good. Now, remember, if you have any questions for Jacob or me, call us at 661-399-1560. Again, that number is 661-399-1560. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty. On 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR. And we're streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back after this short break. The times we're living in are unparalleled and it's affected all of us it's made us feel uneasy and alone americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now and i know it's scary and overwhelming but there is a solution i'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in america agents who are going to tell you the truth who will give you the best advice that's right for you right now you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you 
you have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7, streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with Kern County's most listened to realtor, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group, and our host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. And this morning, we're visiting with Jacob Freeman of Signature Property Inspections. And Jacob, have you ever inspected a home and not found a single repair that needed to be made? No. (laughs) no no there have been some where we've only taken 20 30 pictures but there's always something there's always something Mm. all right well uh, darn i i know that you know i would be that one seller that would be hoping for a perfectly clean report right yeah and you know what sellers that's why we don't like them at the house when we're there because sellers (laughs) always love their house and if you start reviewing with a client and they're like, that's not broke, that's not, that's not a big deal. Like, it happens. So that's why sellers should take the dogs and go grab a bite to eat or take the dogs to the park. Or uh, so, see, you don't really like it when I suggest to my sellers, oh, no, I think it's fine if you're there because that way, if the inspector has any questions about how to operate something, you can certainly answer it for them. Okay, that's a valid point. All right, all right. Well, who else should be at the home inspection well, or who shouldn't be? Uh, every, I think all parties involved, mm-hmm. um, as far as um, in we, the transaction, in the transaction, like the buyer, the buyer's agent. Um, I know you show up as a list. I mean, I think that's phenomenal. Like you're the only one that um, I'm does the only that one on, still who does on that on the seller side. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. On the seller side. Yeah. Well, I just, as I've always told you and, and told the other agents, like, gosh, when I see that report, I mean, the pictures really do right. help now. Right. But in the old days, I I was like, you know, what do you mean? Because you guys would describe it as, you know, there's a crack in the northeast corner of the southwest bedroom. And I'd be like, what? We don't use directions anymore. (laughs) I can't figure that out. Yeah, because we use it like we really know which direction. Like now it's it's facing the house. It's either left or right or rear. We don't. Yeah. yeah, So, But for me, it was just so much easier to be there and to see it and to evaluate it with my own eyes and go, okay, big deal, not a big deal. Correct. Right? And again, I use the same filters that you probably use, but for me it's also important as the seller's representative to be able to gauge, is the buyer, is it a big deal to the buyer? Is it a big deal to the buyer's agent? Right. Because... Frankly, I think the home inspection many times can make or break the transaction. Oh yeah, um, that's a lot why of it's we bedside love, manners it, as well. It is. That's it's why like we love you and out of your a guys. Or mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, it's, it's right. It's how you portray it. Yeah, and that's like you said. It's probably 
ninety percent of of how we convey the report right. um, to the buyers. Now, if it's are we hiding stuff from the buyers? No, never, never, never. But I mean, if there's a little settling crack at the corner of a window on the outside on the stucco. Go show me a house in Bakersfield that doesn't have stucco cracks on the outside of a window. Yeah. They all do. They all do. So you don't need to recommend a structural engineer because right. the stucco's right. cracking. It's right. just no. It's how you portray it. And no. Now, know, if you got a stucco crack that's got you know you can, you can put a, a quarter in yeah. it, right? Yeah, that's a different story. That's a different story, and we're not gonna. It is what it is. Right. You know what I mean? So right. our it's job. One of my at the favorite end of the, things. It is what it, it is. is. What, yeah, we don't Photoshop anything. No. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so whatever's in that report was there the day of the inspection, and um, that's our job. Number one job: take care of the clients. You bet. You bet. Report what you see and find honestly and right. fairly. You bet. Um, so from a seller side, what are some of the things that a seller could do to prepare their home for, a, uh, an inspection? I mean, are there any easy fixes that, that you see quite frequently and have to put in your reports over and over yes, again? Yeah. Screens. Oh, window screens. Window screens, which one, that's another item. Huge deal for some people. Other people, uh, I don't need screens. It's, it's fine. <laughs> okay. But. That's a that's a big deal. People will ask for that and request for repairs, mm-hmm. and um, some people don't care. Well, uh, I think it goes back to the whole energy saving mm-hmm. uh, scenario, right? Yeah. I'm one of those. I love to open my windows right. during the temperate months, uh-huh. um, but I can't stand flies. Right. So, yeah, there you right? go. Yeah. I I want to keep those little monsters out, right? right? So yeah. screens are a big deal yeah. to me. Screens, water heater, double straps, carbon monoxide detector in yeah. the home um what else those are those are the biggies that mm-hmm. appraisers are also going to well, look for. absolutely appraisers um, so you may as well get those. ahead of the ball game on those mm-hmm. three items as well okay um paint ch- paint uh chipping okay. peeling and chip paint okay um you can get a um your wood destroying organism mm-hmm. report take mm-hmm. care of any dry rot uh or wood damage right caused by termites or water mm-hmm. um you can also do, um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, the rest is uh, make sure all the doors are functioning and locking. The door leading into the garage is self-closing and self-latching. Okay. Um, those are those are items that the appraiser and myself will look at. Okay. Um, yeah, those are those are the biggies that you probably see on appraisal reports the most. I do. Yeah. And, I'm surprised by... I'm not surprised by the carbon monoxide device um, missing, but I am surprised by how many homeowners do not have operating smoke detectors. Yeah. Um, simply from a, a health and safety standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. I understand that those suckers, those batteries go out in the middle of the night right. and, you know, the the only thing you can think of when you're awakened at two in the morning is get that dang thing down and get those batteries right. out. But the very next morning, you ought to be thinking about replacing those batteries and getting that thing back up. Yeah, and to tomorrow is a great time. So I always we always do it um, when time changes. So oh. twice, yeah. Mm-hmm. So twice a year. Twice yeah. a year, you're changing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think time change is March is going to be our last time change. Is that true? Did we vote that in where the time's not going to change anymore? So I'm going to have to have another mechanism to. I don't. I don't know. Did we? Did we do that? Have I not been paying attention? I remember hearing about a vote about it, but yeah, Yeah, I I think. Yeah, you're right. I think the March is the last time time changes. 
Wow. Darn it. Permanent daylight <laughs> savings time. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 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 Yeah. Darn, I always look forward to fall back because no, I... No, you're falling back for the last time right tonight. You're going to spring it. forward one more time and then you're done. No, no, I don't like the spring yeah. forward. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I lose... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's I a psychological yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a psychological Whatever thing. Works. Right? Whatever works. Whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I digress. Okay. So, um, let me let me ask you this. Um I know that historically, as agents, when we're representing buyers, we've counseled our buyer to be there, um, you know, at the end of the inspection, uh-huh. uh, rather than to try to follow the inspector around Correct. during the whole thing. Uh, I assume as an inspector, that's what you prefer as well. Yeah, and because I, don't I would tell imagine, people no, though. If right, they I know be you there, don't. But I imagine it hampers you and it lengthens the process. It does. And right. we, we as inspectors, we have routines. Right. And just like anything else, if we're, you know, we walk into a house and turn the appliances on and go left or right. away from the kitchen mm-hmm. to let the appliances work and right. heat up to 350 and the dishwasher to run. And we just, by the time we get back there, everything's almost complete. And we, you know, but if we start and then, hey, I have a question in the garage. Can you come here for a second? Right. So then it's. Remembering where you left off. Did mm-hmm. I did I ch- test that plug or, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's it breaks the routine. Right. And routines are when you're are designed dialed, to be efficient. Yeah. And so we uh, mm-hmm. consistent. If they, if they mm-hmm. yeah, if they if they're going to be there measuring for see if their TV is going to, you know, where their TV is going to fit or is the queen fit bed going to fit in this right. guest bedroom, you know, or do we need to get a twin? If they're doing all their other stuff, um, that's totally totally fine anyways totally fine i'm never going to tell a client they can't be there okay. ever because that's they're built they deserve to be there they're purchasing a home and they've hired us to be there for them um i just don't feel like i can tell them no well, but i i'm you. 30 the last 30 minutes is is what we prefer perfect but. um so tell me this um when <sighs> What about the buyer who says, um, you know, it's fine. Just you do the report and send it to me. Um, are there benefits for the buyer showing up those last 30 minutes? Yes, there's a big benefit. And that's like you touched on earlier. It's to see what we found. So they're not shell shocked when they get it the next morning and be like, holy cow, look at all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, look at all the stuff. But what is it you know right. what are the content what the ac was working fine the heater was working fine the water heater's newer the roof's newer but you know a fence is leaning a little bit or mm-hmm. the door doesn't latch properly mm-hmm. like it's you know so we can iron all that out there mm-hmm. at the house that way they they know what they're going to receive in the morning and they can go home with some peace of mind um, knowing that they need to get back in the car and start looking again or mm-hmm. Right. They've they're like, okay, we can deal with this stuff because like we were talking about, even new construction homes aren't perfect. No, so they're not. Either is a twenty five to forty five year old house is gonna have issues. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I'm forty seven, I need a new hip. So <laughs> I mean, so houses are the same way. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just you We all the, need a little you guys, Yeah, mm-hmm. and you guys as realtors are great at that and and can tell these buyers, Hey, this is this isn't a new Right. A new house. It's all about managing expectations, I think. Yes. Um, yes. 
Um, but let's say that you have a buyer that receives a 30 plus page inspection report and you have identified 50 plus repairs that need to be written that need to be addressed Mm -hmm. do you think this buyer should run for the hills should they get back in the car and start looking it depends what those 50 items are yeah that definitely depends what those 50 items are and another thing that you guys do great um but some they'll put that on the request for repairs all 50 items (laughs) and that 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 doesn't that doesn't uh always work out well um but they they should Pick a few items um, that they feel, you know, that'll make them feel better about their purchase and then go from there. But yeah, 50 items. Um, I don't know. 50 items might be time to run. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, it depends what those 50 items are. Right. I, only a couple of them are probably, you know, right. red flags per se. I right. don't like that word red flag, but because a red flag for you is different for me. Right. And exactly. we, don't, we don't like to... And I, I think you touched on this earlier, um, but do you have any advice for buyers on how they should determine what repairs are, are minor and what repairs are major? Yeah. So anything dealing with water, mm-hmm. drainage around the outside of the house, mm-hmm. water damage, um, maybe that dreaded M word, that mm-hmm. mold, mm-hmm. Um, anything like that, um, I'd let... I always tell the guys and myself, I go into every house like I'm the I'm the buyer. Okay. So I like to go in with that. And then I do share with the buyers at the end if they have questions. Like, because I get it all the time. Will you buy this house? I don't like to answer that question. Right. Um, but I, I say I would buy any house, but maybe they can fix, you know, the leak under the hall sink for you. Maybe right. that toilet that is not secure in the bathroom that's leaking when you flush it. Mm-hmm. You know, those are items that a seller should fix. And A, they probably need, didn't know that. And they want to fix, they would want to fix it themselves. Right, because they'd want to preserve knew. their property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, a lot of the findings that we find are not, um, are the, the seller doesn't even know about. You know, they're like, some right. of them are like, oh, thank, you know, because they didn't even know about it. Exactly. Gosh, this is such great information, Jacob. I see Adelaide is waving at me. He's got another agent on the line. Yes, I have Margaret Edmonston on hold right now. Great. Margaret is one of our longtime buyer specialists at the McCarty Group, and we are so pleased and proud to have her as a part of the team. She has over 20 years of experience in real estate, and she is an expert at helping her buyers. When she isn't busy selling homes, you're going to find her cooking for one of her infamous dinner parties or making jelly for her clients as gifts. As a matter of fact, I think she was just doing that the other day. Um, but I digress. Uh, Margaret, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Lori. How are you? I am doing great. Um, how are you this morning? I'm doing awesome. I'm here at 6105 Bay Club Court. It is a gorgeous home in the River Lakes area. Um, It has a three-car garage and RV parking. And we're doing an open house from 12 to 2 today. Fantastic. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about this home? It is a two-story house with own solar. Um, It has a fabulous backyard with a pool and a clubhouse. 
and a koi pond with gorgeous fish in it, and it's a relaxing patio on a quiet cul-de-sac. It has checks all the boxes. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, what's your favorite feature of the home? I just think the way it flows. I, I really like the fact, even though it's a two-story, it does have the bedroom and a, a bath downstairs for guests. Uh-huh. Um, and then it has a nice balcony off the master bedroom where you could have coffee and just be with the trees. Look at the trees at the same level. I mean, it's just a really nice um, feeling to be able to sit out back and have uh-huh. a nice, relaxing morning. That's great. You know, my favorite part of that property is the yard. Um, Help paint a picture for us again, um, because I think that yard is really spectacular. Yeah, the yard is gorgeous. Like I said, it has a nice patio. It is really nicely landscaped. It has a lot of shade areas. Uh, There's a shade area by the koi pond. Mm -hmm. Um, You have the pool for the summers and the like I said, it has a little clubhouse. It's a, like a raised playhouse, so it's not quite a treehouse, um, but it's a um, little playhouse for the kids so that oh, while wow. you're in relaxing and doing stuff in the backyard, they can have their little, little space, too. Oh, that is great. Um, and, the, and koi fish are always fun to watch. They're oh, always they so should. beautiful. They are, and so relaxing as well, right? Yeah, right. Um, now, I know this home has solar, too. Is it owned, leased, or a power purchase agreement? Now, this is owned solar. There are 20 owned um, panels on the roof. Wow. So they, it really helps with your electric bill. Oh, that is fantastic. Um, and I mentioned it has RV parking also. No. Nice iron gates with RV parking, plus the three-car garage, which is very nice. Oh, wow. That is wonderful. Well, thanks so much for talking to us this morning, Margaret. I know this beautiful home is going to sell quickly. You'll want to stop by this open house between 12 and 2 today to visit with Margaret. And that address again is 6105 Bay Club Court. Um, If for some reason you can't stop by between 12 and 2, call your realtor and schedule a private showing. According to my clock... It's time for us to take a quick break, and when we return, we're going to have another agent sharing a open house with us. This is Lori McCarty, your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review, here on 1560 AM, 97.7 KNZR, streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Dennis Prager here for Lori McCarty, host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. If you've got questions about real estate, she's got answers. Tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. right here on KNZR 1560 AM 97.7 FM. Now that's smart. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. And 
Hey, Lori, I have Anthony Contreras on hold for you. Are you ready to take his call? Absolutely. Anthony is another great fellow Coldwell Banker agent. So, Anthony, can you hear me? Yes, indeed I can. Great. So, how are you doing this morning? I am doing fantastic this morning. Thank you. You bet. So, tell us, where are you hosting an open house? I am hosting an open house today at 1725 Blossom Crest Street here in Bakersfield, California. Perfect. And tell us a little bit about that home. Certainly. This Almond Crest Estate has three bedrooms, two and a half baths. Interior square footage is at 2,204, and the lot size is right under 13,000 square feet, accompanied with a large sparkling pool and RV parking on the side. Ooh. So what is your favorite feature about the home? Oh, Lori, I got to say, it's the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is a pretty spectacular pool, and and I'm also fond of the outdoor kitchen as well. Yes, yes, certainly. The outdoor kitchen is phenomenal. Great. Now, I understand that this home also has solar. Is it owned, leased, or a power purchase agreement? So this one is neat. The one for this home is actually paid. So the solar is owned by the home. Wow. So that means very little PG&E, if any, right? Exactly. Great. Now, the backyard, as we talked about, is just beautiful. Can you tell us about the long list of amenities for that home? Of course. So the backyard is a true oasis. With its large pool to one side and also a large grass area to the other, there's also a shaded patio area, outdoor kitchen for barbecuing, correct? Mm -hmm. And there's also a shaded lounging area under a gazebo overlooking the pool. Great. Um, So tell us, how long are you going to be out there? From 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. today. Fantastic. You're out there a good long time, so people have plenty of opportunity to come see you. Indeed, making myself available. You already know, Lori. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful, Anthony. That's what we love about you. You are a go-getter, and you're always available to help your clients. Thank you so much for talking to us this morning, Anthony. Folks, if you're... It's been a pleasure. Oh, great. You know, folks, if you're looking for a home in the Northwest that has all the bells and whistles, then this home is for you. With owned solar, EV charging station, a 1,250-square-foot patio, sparkling pool, and recently updated luxurious owner suite, gosh, I could go on and on. This home has it all. So head out to see Anthony before 3 p.m., or schedule a private showing with your personal realtor. And if you don't have one, call any of us. We'd be happy to help you find that new dream home. So, Jacob, I have a few more questions for you before we wrap this up. Um, During this hyper-seller's market that we saw over the past few years, we saw many buyers waiving their home inspections. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, well... I own a home inspection business, so I don't like that at all. Uh, but yeah, that's that's never a good a good thing. Um, 
because of those hidden issues like the water lines or who knows what it's going to be. The sewer shower doesn't drain, backing up, needs a new, you know what I mean? So there's all kinds of what ifs. Right. Um, but now, I don't know if the next question is what are you seeing going to see now? I think home inspections are going to be playing a vital role because now in this new market, mm-hmm. requests for repairs are going to be back. Like you can ask the sellers because houses are sitting a little longer now so people people are motivated to sell so you're gonna um you're gonna have more ammo per se in mm-hmm. your uh mm-hmm. in your i i think so safe yeah um i um i would say that um now i think you're going to start seeing people be a little more proactive at maybe perhaps fixing you know the properties up a little bit more than they did in the past few years yeah wouldn't you think yeah for sure yeah they're gonna with more houses hitting the market they're gonna buyers are gonna have more to choose from so you got to make sure that your house is is ready to go is the one that people want correct right so um as i mentioned we're almost at the end of the show but um i do have one more question that i want to ask you um what advice would you give to local first-time buyers uh, are there any specific types of homes or characteristics of home that you would recommend for a first-time buyer or recommend that they stay away from? Um, no, no, I don't recommend anyone to stay away from anything um, or areas, you know, mm-hmm. uh, different people like to be in different parts of town. Right. Um, I just, the first-time home buyers, the ones that you really want to be there at the inspection, at the beginning, at the end, for sure. Mm-hmm. with their realtor mm-hmm. that way you know the first time home buyer in even in this market right now um is a little weary you know right they're getting in at a little higher interest rate they're getting in you know they can they can make the payment i mean it like you said right now is a great time to buy real estate um but they need to be confident in that right you know we can say it all that we want but they need to feel it that peace of mind and that's what we provide we provide them with a good peace of mind to make sure they're buying a uh their first home is a good home that they can raise their family. Absolutely. Um, I can't thank you enough for being on the Thank you for having me. It's always a good time here. You bet. Um, You know, I thought I knew all about home inspections, but every time I visit with you, I learn something new. Um, And I think you've provided our listeners with a wealth of valuable information. I appreciate Um, it. So um, before we go, if you'll tell our listeners how they can reach you real quick. Yeah, my phone number is 661-809-9926 or the website at www.signaturepropertyinspections.com. Perfect. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review, wishing you and yours a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead. Adelaide and I will be back to visit with you next week. Take care.